Hello, and thank you for listening to my podcast. My name is Rex. I'm a father of seven. I have been in the military. I have a combat-related injury. I spent 40 years in industry as a maintenance manager, an engineer. I have designed equipment, started up plants. This podcast is about common sense. It's about looking at things with common sense. Things that are normally looked at wild-eyed. This podcast is about deconstructing Twitter. Things that happen on Twitter. So, without further ado, we're going to start picking apart some things that I see on Twitter every day that just really need common sense. So let's get one thing straight. I'm not a never-Trumper. I'm not a pro-Trumper. I believe that a man should be judged by the job he does. The problem is it's kind of hard to find the job Trump does. And honestly, I see him cozying up a lot to people that I really don't like. Um, Kim Jong-un. And uh, the Russian leader, what the hell is his name? Uh, damn, I forgot his name now. Uh, brain injury, I had a brain injury. But anyway, um, yeah, I see him cozying up to that guy. And that bothers me. What really bothers me is we are threatening to go to war with Iran over the thought of them maybe... Uh, developing a nuclear missile, but we do not go to war with uh, North Korea over them torturing an American citizen to death. That's a big problem. I think the first thing we should do is protect our people. That's not on Twitter today, but that's, that's a statement that I just had to make. So I'm looking at Twitter this morning, and the first thing I see is President Trump telling a Congresswoman of color to go back to her country. I don't think he understands that America is a melting pot. It's a group of people from all countries that came together and created America. If you look back, there was Ellis Island, uh, where people came from all over and uh, started to build the country. And before that, we had settlers coming from England. And I mean, we've come from everywhere to create America. It's not just one color, one ethnicity or one. We're we're just we're we're Heinz 57, man. You, You can't you can't look at one person and say, go back to your country because it it doesn't work that way. America is all countries. If you look back at my family tree, I have Italians, I have uh, uh, American Indians, I have um, uh, I have some African, I have, what else do I have? Oh, Finland. Uh, I mean, it's just, I, it's all over the place. So how could I go back to wherever I came from? That's just a... That statement is absolutely ridiculous. So I I can't see somebody trying to drive us apart like that. It it makes no sense. And it it, all it does is serve to anger 
or distract you from what's really going on. What that is, I don't know. I'm too stupid. I have no idea what's really going on. What I do know is that uh, racism at this point in time in our country shouldn't exist. If I cut myself right now, I bleed red. No matter what color you are, you're going you're gonna to bleed the same color. That's the only color we should concern ourselves with. Besides that, nothing else really matters. To be totally honest with you, I grew up in a very small town in Texas. Uh, I was white. I'm white. I'll, t- I'll be honest with you. I'm white. I grew up uh, with Mexicans right next to me. Right across the street was a colored family. Uh, we were all poor. It never even occurred to me that I was white. I had no idea that there was a racial thing until I joined the military at 16. Uh, and and uh, um, I was told by our, my drill instructor that we're all Navy blue. I said, okay, well, you know, why does that matter? And then I began to understand that, that there's a racial tension or racial things. Uh, but when I grew up, the only thing was, is we were all poor. So, you know, that's my take on it is, is the truth is it's more, um, it's more the way you're raised than anything else. And if you are raised in, in the way that you believe in race, race, the race, then you need to change that, that way of thinking, because if you're born that you're all the same, then you're all the same, and you're raised that way. You're all the same. Everybody's the same. One thing I can be 100% honest with you about, when, you, when you're when you in combat, um, race doesn't matter. Doesn't mean a damn thing when people start shooting at you. Black, white, green, brown, purple doesn't make any difference. That guy to your left or your right, he's your brother. It, it doesn't matter, man. Those people become your brother, your family. Uh, all you want to do is save them, and all they want to do is save you and take care of you, and you become a cohesive team, a family. That That's what's important. And, you know, that's something I think that these people that sit on these boards and uh, – in Congress, sit in these chairs, and they don't ever really have to go through anything that uh, they expect other people to go through. They sit up there and they make laws and they they pass bills, and but they don't ever go hungry. They don't ever get shot at. They don't ever experience cold or or being without a place to live. If you're without a place to live. That guy next to you who's got a, got a place to live and he'll let you sleep on his floor, that's your brother. It doesn't matter what color he is. See, that's the problem. Those people, they never actually have to experience that. So, yeah, they can be racist all they want to. That's, that's how it works. When you're rich, you can, you can just pick and choose. But when you're poor, it changes things. It changes things a lot. Uh, that bowl of soup that your your next door neighbor's making, 
You know, it's food. It doesn't care who you don't care who makes it. It, it changes. It changes the way you look at things drastically. Okay, I'm gonna go into one more pet peeve that I have, and then I'm gonna wrap this one up. I listen to Christian talk radio. I do every day. It's not by choice. I have a nervous habit. I think I picked it up because of my uh, brain injury. I also have multiple sclerosis. I found out that I had that 30 years after my brain injury, and they knew it when I was in the military. Eh, okay, whatever. But I, I'll click through all the stations in my car. you got this little button you click through, and it just happens to click through this uh, Christian Talk radio. Every day, without exception, this Christian Talk radio station is talking about the LGBTQ community and about how they're against God and how they're an abomination and how they need to be changed and how they're attacking them and this, that, and the other. And I have to be honest with you, I clip through every station that you can hear about 30 times going from here to the gas station, which is a block and a half away. I have never once, not a single time, heard any LGBTQ anybody talk about a Christian or anything. So I kind of wondered what this Christian talk radio is talking about. And then the other day, I, I clicked on it and I heard about this guy and this cake. Apparently, this guy, he was a devout Christian, and a couple guys went in and wanted their cake baked for um, uh, a wedding. And this Christian guy said, no, I'm not going to do it because it's against my beliefs. <sighs> well, I mean, I don't, I don't understand that. Uh, if you're open for business, you're open for, it, for business. But okay, let's, let's just put that aside. So they go to court, and this thing goes all the way up to the Supreme Court. And I guess it decides in the guy's favor that he doesn't have to bake the cake. And this radio station is really happy about it. And all I can think of is how much did it cost to fight so this guy didn't have to bake this cake? And how many people could that have helped? And I thought, what a tragedy, man. They don't see it like that. I mean, that is the true tragedy in this whole situation is that costs so much money to fight so this guy couldn't make a cake. It's an That's the abomination as far as I'm concerned. What do you guys think?